1: Hey everyone, Matt Straup, welcoming you to the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. This is your Friday, October 2nd edition. Game 2 of the NBA Finals is coming up this evening. Game 1 is behind us. We will look at everything that happened in that game in just a moment, as well as some news on some players, some big names in the NBA who are past the age of 30 and our thoughts on them moving forward. To do all of this, I'm joined by Steve Alexander. Steve,
2: what's up? Matt, we're coming off a big baseball day. Big Braves win, which nobody else cares about except for you and I, I'm pretty sure. Uh,
1: Yes, that's true. And and first of all, we hope to be coming off of two big Braves days because by the time this podcast runs, a whole (laughs) other day is in the book with these baseball playoffs moving very fast. But I do think that because of the... Very prominent struggles of the Atlanta Falcons recently and in the past. Maybe people understand what it means to be an Atlanta sports fan. <laughs> so, bottom line, the Braves won a game that an Atlanta sports team rarely ever wins. Won nothing in 13 innings. They escaped 25 different
2: late-inning jams, I believe. It and was just insane. Set, like, 100 records, I think, also, that game. <laughs> the, the longest... A playoff game has ever gone at 0-0, I believe. And they
1: also said during the broadcast, I believe, actually it was someone tweeted, maybe Tyler Kepner tweeted, but they said it on the broadcast that they had more strikeouts in Game 1 than the entire 1976 World Series, I believe. (laughs) If I'm paraphrasing that stat correctly. (laughs)
2: Oh, that's awesome. My, I think my favorite, my favorite stat from that baseball game was my buddy texted me and said, damn it, man, I've got to take my kids to tennis, like tennis lessons, right? <laughs> and he's like, this was like in the fifth inning. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to miss the end of the game. And then he texts me later. He's like, oh, I'm home and nothing has happened. So... <laughs> There were entire there were people being taught how to play a sport <laughs> in what like two innings of that game.
1: Years of knowledge were accrued while that game unfolded. That's amazing. Uh Steve, game 1 of the NBA Finals happened on what night was that? That was Wednesday night and If you were hoping for a thrilling, intriguing series where the underdog Miami Heat gave the Lakers everything they could handle, Game 1 was not an encouraging sign. It reminded me of when the 2014-15 Hawks, a 60-win team, ran into one LeBron James in the Eastern Conference Finals and just got run out of the building. Uh, It feels that way. The, The underdog Heat have been so fun to watch, but given the way that game unfolded, And all the injuries for Miami, which we'll talk about in a second, that was pretty brutal.
2: Yeah, and well, I've been saying on this podcast since the season started, really, that this was the year. Since
1: before that Braves game started.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is the year of the Mamba. Like, Lakers, I'm doing this DraftKings thing. I did this DraftKings thing last night with Carlos Boozer, where we, we had to pick all these different outcomes of last night's game and like who's going to score the most points, who's going to win, and then we had to also pick our lock out of all those, and my lock was the Lakers are going to win. I said, call it fate, call it destiny, call it karma, pick any word, this is the Lakers year, and there's no way they're not going to win this thing. You have buried the headline, my friend. What have you and Carlos Boozer been up to? <laughs> <laughs> I have- I have not we been talking about the Braves game before this. <laughs> I have not been talking to Carlos Boozer. I'm in some DraftKings contest that Carlos okay. Boozer is—he's the headline, and then a bunch of sports writers and fantasy guys gotcha are trying to beat the booze—is what I think is happening. Beat the booze—is that the name of it? No, I don't even know how to look at the results, Matt. To be honest, oh. I, I've okay.
1: So you have no idea what's
2: going if on. You, all right, all if right, you all right. guys Google DraftKings and Carlos Boozer, you will find what I'm talking about.
1: Okay, so
2: if you're looking for updates,
1: Steve can't <laughs> give them to you, but you can find them on the internet.
2: <laughs> what have you and Carlos Boozer been up to? Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, look, you know, you ran into Marcus Allen and Jerome Bettis not that long ago for for a minute here. I thought that we were going to add a Carlos Boozer story to the, the vast archive of Steve Alexander uh, famous athlete stories.
2: Stupid stories, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, Yeah,
1: okay. So, so anyhow, uh, you and Carlos Boozer are borderline best friends now. And <laughs> as for the heat, I mentioned some injuries. Bam Adebayo left after 21 minutes of game one, a strained left shoulder. Goran Dragic reportedly tore the fascia. In his foot. I believe I have that right. Let me just double check that. Yes. Reportedly a torn left plantar fascia. I'm seeing on CBS Sports to be reevaluated before game two, but that obviously sounds ominous. Even if he's able to play, you you know, you're not going to have Goran Dragic at 100%. Jimmy Butler rolled his ankle, but was able to play through it. But carnage for the heat in terms of injuries. I'm worried about the series. I guess I don't totally rule out Miami somehow still getting a game or two. I don't want to totally bet against that, but it is not feeling like, as I said, we're going to have a very suspenseful
2: finals. Yeah, it doesn't feel that way. And and poor Goran Dragic, man. Like, well, he fits the theme of of what we're talking about. You know, guys over thirty, as we've talked about many times. We don't have to get into Dragic, but you know, this was his last hurrah. Um, he 's had an incredible time in the bubble he 's been arguably the heat's best player along with Bam. Both of those guys have kind of overshadowed Jimmy Butler, which I think is i think people like that. I think people like the way the heat have played as a team and Jimmy has kind of taken taken a back seat offensively to some other players, which I think we all kind of like to see and are are kind of enjoying but it's too little, too late. And now, if Drogic and Bam are both actually hurt, which I think both of them are legitimately hurt, uh, it could be all Jimmy all the time. I, If you're going to play a little $5 Friday tonight, little DFS, <laughs> with me and my boys, you might want to load up on Jimmy. Jimmy B. So anyhow, uh, yeah, <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully Miami can make this exciting.
1: But meanwhile, Steve, I want to talk about one player who's no longer in the bubble, a couple of players who were never in the bubble in Orlando. But let's start with Kemba Walker. Tim Bontemps of ESPN uh, had a tweet with Danny Ainge saying Kemba Walker was, quote, never right in the bubble due to lingering knee trouble. We have talked about Kemba Walker a decent amount and how concerned we'd be about him. He was playing well. The time off obviously did him well, but now as you look at Kemba Walker, a guy past the age of 30, this knee trouble does not seem to be going away. It didn't totally go away, even with all of the time off. I mean, more than four months for it to get better. This looks like a massive red flag around Kemba's season-long fantasy value next season. And personally, I am 100% out. You can't convince me this is a good idea anywhere in the first (laughs) half of a fantasy draft.
2: Matt, my favorite... Thing that I've heard in the last seventeen minutes since I've been awake was you <laughs> saying after I read that Kemba Walker blurb, I'm out. I will never draft him again. And it, that made me think about the the impactful uh, stuff that we do at Roto World. Like one blurb in late September has <laughs> early sh- October, early October, whatever whatever month we're in right now. Has completely dismantled Kemba Walker's fantasy value in your eyes, and and now we're talking about it on a podcast, which means we're doing the same to a few people who are are listening to this. So, yeah, Kemba Walker's old. Kemba Walker's hurt. Kemba Walker is always hurt. And I was I was kind of hard on Kemba Walker in the playoffs in the bubble. I remember talking to you uh, right in this venue talking about. Where has Kemba Walker been? What is Why is he not performing? I'm never putting him on my DFS team again. And you're like, eh, actually, he's better than you think. Maybe you should roll with him on $5 Friday. You know, we, we've had a lot of Kemba Walker back and forth during this time. But I'm with you, dude. I'm never drafting Kemba Walker again.
1: And look, it's not that he didn't play well in the playoffs. He actually did play well in the playoffs for the most part. And I'm pulling up his numbers right now from the postseason. We are talking about 19.6 points, 4.1 boards, 5.1 assists, 0.9 steals, 2.33 pointers. That's good period, but that's not vintage Kemba Walker. And again, we talked about this a few weeks ago when we last had this conversation. He's on a really good team now. They don't need to push him to the max during the regular season. So I just think there's going to be an abundance of caution surrounding him next season to keep that knee right, to make sure... It is good to go for the postseason because that's what the Celtics are focusing on. So that's not what you want on your fantasy team. (laughs) You want people who have something to prove in the regular season, who are trying to put up great regular season numbers, and who are not looking to just be ready for the playoffs. So no thank you to that. Love Kemba Walker as a player. He's been a really fun fantasy player over the years, but there are too many red flags here for me. I want to talk, though, Steve, now about a couple guys who weren't in the bubble, and that would be... A couple of Golden State Warriors, and I'll start with one Clay Thompson. According to The Athletics' Anthony Slater, Steve Kerr said that Thompson has had, quote, several flashes of his former self at the Warriors' mini-camp. So, Steve, let's just look at Clay's situation here. He's now 30. He'll be almost 31 years old when the 2020-21 season gets underway. You know, when we talk about players beyond the age of 30, we would be willing to draft. We're talking about... Certainly guys like LeBron James, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, maybe Steph Curry, who we'll discuss in a minute, maybe Kyle Lowry and Chris Paul, depending on your your risk tolerance, maybe Jimmy Butler. I mean, these are all absolute difference-making fantasy studs, right? When I look at Klay Thompson's stat line, just from his last three healthy seasons, what I see is good but not great. So his last three healthy years combined, 21.3 points, 3.8 boards, 2.3 assists, 0.9 steals 0.5 blocks 3.2 threes really good percentages really low turnovers and the places in that stat line that really pop are points threes percentages and low turnovers and those are all relatively easy areas to find an advantage in particular points and threes so in the tough categories though assists steals blocks clay is not at all a difference maker so when you think about the fact that he's going to play most of this season at age 31 coming off an acl tear all of that considered, I will not be using an early round pick to draft him in fantasy.
2: What are your thoughts on that very long setup I just gave you? Yeah, I'm with you, man. Uh, you know, I can go out in my driveway right now. Like, we could hit the pause button. I can go out in my driveway and shoot 23 pointers and maybe okay. maybe hit 12 of them. And I'll be like, man, I just had a flashback to my former self. No. like <laughs> It doesn't. Matter the whole thing about Kerr saying that Clay looks like his old self in training camp or whatever. I'm that does nothing, nothing for me. Uh, I need to see him do it in games. And like you said, even when Clay was at his peak, which he was an elite scorer, great three point shooter, doesn't make mistakes, but he, he was never that all around fantasy stallion. And now that he's as old as he is, coming off major injury, all the uncertainty going on with Warriors, I, I'm gonna let somebody else draft Clay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I believe that he can come back and look like his former self, but I just when I look at what his, his former, former self, self was, what his former self was <laughs> in fantasy, he's arguably a better real life player than fantasy player. Yeah, you know, and just look at the rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks in the past few years. It's just there's no advantage there, and points and threes are all over the place in fantasy leagues these days. So it's just not a stat line that jumps out at you. In a a past era, those 3.23 pointers are incredible for your squad. They're still good for your squad. Sure, it's fine to draft Klay Thompson at some point, but if he's got to go relatively early based on his name in a draft, I, I am not going to be doing it. So this segues into Thompson's teammate, Steph Curry, who we mentioned before. According to NBC Sports Bay Area, Steph's personal trainer says Quote: he is a young 32 he's still gaining strength he's still gaining power he's still getting faster steve steph played all of five games in 2019 20 due to that broken hand sustained by the way almost a year ago october 30th 2019 so taking a snapshot of steph's last three seasons not including his five games he played this past season he sits at 26.3 points 4.9 boards, 6.0 dimes, 1.6 steals, 4.5 three-pointers. Great percentages, of course. So unlike Klay Thompson, those are no doubt first-round caliber fantasy numbers. And after a year off, I personally, Steve, would be willing to take Steph in the first round of fantasy drafts right now, despite the fact that he's 32. Where do
2: you land on this situation? Yeah, I think he's like anywhere from 10 to 15 pick at this point and this reminds me uh when we used to call Steph Curry Dorito ankles uh over here at Roto World because his ankles were so fragile and he was always getting hurt but then he came back from a severe ankle injury and then for like the next two or three years just balled out didn't miss games he is going to be on the load management report though and I feel like we almost need a weekly column called like load management Update or something because all the guys we've talked about today are going to be load management specials. I I think, with the science and the doctors that are out there now, I think Golden State's going to be super careful with Curry and Clay Thompson. And you know, I could see Clay playing 65 games, maybe, which is not great if you want to use him in a standard fantasy league. But I'm with you, man. I think if he's sitting there, 12, 13, or 14, I'm probably going to pull the trigger on Steph.
1: I think there are going to be some drafts where he's gone before there, too. And if I can get Steph at 10 on a fantasy draft, I don't know. You you could have a really interesting fantasy squad. We were talking about the possibilities in the later part of the first round this year. It could be much more exciting than it has been, certainly has been the last couple of years, or was this past year, you know, Durant, back in the mix, etc. So... Yeah, I love Steph as a first-round pick this year, I think, overall, all things considered. He's an outlier for me as far as age goes. And as far as the load management report that you're suggesting, Steve, can I not write that column, please? <laughs> no, we'll give that
2: to uh, Ryan Knaus.
1: Okay, perfect. Perfect, Ryan, start planning how you want that to be formatted. Um,
2: and, you know, Matt, and... it, it is interesting that you are talking about the depth of the draft because it's it is – completely different than it was 10 or 15 years ago. It used to be do I take LeBron or do I take KD? After that it just felt like the talent level dropped immensely. Now, I feel like even in the second round of your draft, you could be taking a guy that's a top 3 fantasy player if not if not even higher. It's pretty cool.
1: Steve, I think maybe on our next episode early next week, this is a reminder to you and me, let's look at you know, the top 15, 20-ish names on our boards and just exactly what that looks like. Let's start to spell that out so we can actually put some more specifics and some more names to this thing. So what do you think about that? Yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. Okay. Anything for you, Steve, before we get out of here and go torture ourselves watching game two of the (laughs)
2: Brave series? Uh, No, I think I'm good. Hopefully by the time we do this on Tuesday... The Braves have beaten the Reds, and we're moving on. But uh, also by then, I, f- I feel like the the Lakers are going to have a tight grip and control on this finals. I think it's over.
1: Don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Take a second to rate and review us as well. We will be back on Tuesday, as we mentioned, to look at the NBA finals and more news coming out of mini camps about players showing flashes of their vintage cell muscle gain weight lost weight never looked better yeah thanks to all of you for listening steve thanks for taking the time we will talk to you
2: soon all right see you the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal. And when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
0: If you have kids or pets, you know stains and odors in your carpet and upholstery are inevitable. But the experts at ChemDry can help. ChemDry removes odors and stubborn stains by sending millions of carbonating bubbles deep within your carpet. ChemDry lifts dirt, urine, and stains to the surface to then be extracted away, giving you a cleaner and healthier home. Call 1 800 ChemDry or visit ChemDry.com to connect with your local ChemDry and learn about special offers in your area. That's 1 800 ChemDry or visit ChemDry.com today.